Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Stovepipe Hat Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff Second Life Kowalski. I'm Louisa Handlebar Mustache Heron. Ooh. I definitely did that one. <laughs> well, now it's mine. Okay. <laughs> well, fair enough. I did, I think I talked about it on this show, but I cut off my handlebar mustache, so that's yes. one of those, uh, <laughs> the crown mustaches instead, it's great. When you say you cut it off, it makes me think that you, like, sliced it off in one piece. Mm-hmm, to spite my face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have it matches on your wall. Yes. Oh, man, if someone could come up with the technology to do that, you know people would be into it. Mounting all your old facial hair on your wall. Oh, yeah, that gross. would kick ass. You could, you could do it if you just got some flesh-colored wax and those little needles to no. insert the hairs. You'd have to poke in all the hairs one at a time, like yes. those people on that make like the Aslan puppet for um, uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yes, okay. but what do we have now? Time. Plenty of time to learn a new hobby. Like, uh, do. All the I'm time in the working. world. I'm working more. Everyone keeps saying this to me where they're like, oh man, it's great how everyone has so much time to do stuff now. And I'm like, fuck you! First of all, I'm working I'm a- twice as much. Well, I have a ton of time, but it's not great. <laughs> it's yeah. the monkey's paw. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's not fair. Uh, there was time now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But all my everything has fallen off instead. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you like my really good uh, Burgess Meredith impression there? I mean, I good. do feel that way about a lot of things, though, where it's like, I do want, like, if I weren't working, I feel like I could get caught up on all the games that I want to play and stuff like that, but... Yeah. But then it turns out you're too sad to play games, so yep. here we are. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, could you give me a go get him Rocky in a Virgis Meredith? Mm. Uh, what? No, I was doing his Twilight <laughs> yeah. Zone. Yeah, do the Rocky one now. No. I see your full repertoire of Meredith. <laughs> no, I'm not. He was too old in that to God impersonate at age 31. Do you have a Meredith we could hear? <laughs> I don't know who that is, so no. I think she's a Fox News commentator. <laughs> no, she was on The View. Oh, uh, The View, that's right. Yeah. Um, I know he says that Rocky should eat lightning and crap thunder. That's pretty good. Say it mm. in the Burgess Meredith voice, though. Uh, no. Damn it! <laughs> You're not gonna you get there. me. You're not gonna trick <laughs> me. you gotcha journalism failed. See, You're trying to rumple Stiltskin me. I don't understand why you don't want to do it. Because <laughs> he'll have to go back to the 14th dimension if he does a Burgess Meredith from Rocky impression. Yep. <sighs> I don't know what that means. I don't Jeff either. is Mr. Mixius Pit, like. Yep. Sure. Accurate. What was what dimension was he from? The eighth dimension fifth. or something? Fifth. Yeah. It's imagination, the fifth dimension, turns oh, cool. out. No. Mm, I think <laughs> no, I if think you not. check the science <laughs> you'll find that it's true. I mean oh, that's I the science go to- that they did in uh, Epcot Center, right? I was gonna make yes! an Epcot Center joke. <laughs> Yep. Oh, the world of imagination. So good. Yep. What's that dude's name with the red beard? Captain EO? The the, ma- the Dream Finder? Yeah, yeah, he's just called yeah. Dream Finder. I don't think he has a name. No, I don't think so either. That was like the best original Disney char- Disney Park character. You're talking about Figment and that wizard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the Dreamfinder. Dream okay, yeah, I did not know about Figment and the Dreamfinder until they adapted it into a comic book, like, three years ago. <laughs> Why? I just had never heard of it, and then I'm like, what is this thing no, that I- everyone apparently knows about? <laughs> I'm not saying why didn't you know about it. I get why you didn't know about it. <laughs> oh, I'm okay, saying good. why did anyone ever adapt that into a comic book? Uh, no one I gives mean, a shit about it. Disney was like, well, we bought a comic book company. 
<laughs> we better yeah. give them some work to do. <laughs> yeah. With, like, what they're already doing, the Star Wars ones, uh, I guess, Figment? Yeah, that's I love fair. that the Dreamfinder is steampunk, but a 1960s idea of steampunk, which is 50% circus. Yeah, that's mm. true. Which is the best kind of steampunk anyway. Yeah, that's the kind that perverts like. Mm. <laughs> uh, can you explain? Can you elaborate on that? Uh, I don't know, like, all burlesque stuff is kind of like a sleazy circus. Yes, but is not burlesque inherently circus. steampunk? Not inherently, but the way nerds do it, for sure it is. <laughs> Oh, God, steampunk burlesque is, like, made me genuinely depressed. <laughs> yeah, it sent a chill up your spine. <laughs> yeah. Because you knew it was real, deep in your heart. I'm, uh, I'm certain it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you can't actually get regular kind anymore. Have I talked on this show before about how I went to the steampunk world's fair one time? Ugh. Because it was, like, right around the corner from where I was living in Highland Park, and I was like, yeah, sure. I think tickets were like $30 or something. I was like, I'll, I'll see what this is about. You know what it's about, you guys? All those people are trying to fuck each other. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole event. I think the guy I was there, who- I was like, I don't want to buy any weird-shaped glass flasks, and everything else here is people trying to find excuses to fuck. I think that the guy who runs that is famously a bad pervert. Um, it turns yeah. out, It turned out later... Yeah, I think I heard that, like, a week after I went. I, everyone was like, oh, I think that guy's a pedophile. And I was like, uh-oh. Whoops. <laughs> Glad I didn't meet him, I guess. Yeah, that's why you should never, ever go to conventions. Yep. Of any Although, kind, for any reason. I did go to the Steampunk World's Fair the year that Hari Kondabolu was doing stand-up, and it was excellent. Oh, yeah, and, he's funny. Yeah, there was, like, a fairly decent crowd in the room watching, and I was the only person laughing. Because <laughs> everyone else who's into Steampunk <laughs> does not have a sense of humor. Everyone That's else was wearing a leather mask with a <laughs> copper grill over their mouth, and they couldn't laugh. <laughs> that is possible also. <laughs> but no, I think part of it was Hari uh, misjudged the crowd's sense of humor about themselves. Uh, Oh, yeah. And a lot of jokes about steampunk, which I thought was very funny. I feel so bad that his career was such at the time that he had to play at the Steampunk World's Fair. Yep, it's true. Although, if somebody was like, I'll pay you money to come to the My Little Pony fans convention, wouldn't you be like, I kind of have to do this? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he's he's the kind of person whose career now primarily is people threaten him with death that he said Apu is racist. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So I think that he pro- he's probably... Uh, uh, got a pretty thick skin about doing bad events. Yeah, man, he's had a lot of uh, he's had a career peppered with misjudging how well people <laughs> would take the joke about the thing they like, huh? Yeah, I feel like Ugh. a lot of comedians are like that, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm totally 100% on his side in both the Simpsons thing and the steampunk thing. Yeah, you know who else is on his side? The guy who voices up who. Uh, kind of. <laughs> Hank Azaria mean, was like, yeah, that character's racist, I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, eventually, but it yeah, took that's like true. a year of people bugging him, and he's like, no, 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 I'm doing it as an homage. <laughs> to pe-. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm doing it ironically, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and he did that same voice as a character in uh, Mystery Men. <laughs> yeah, well... And he was in the birdcage? <laughs> it was the 90s. We didn't really? know what racism was because we I didn't listen to people be- of color when they told us. I cannot us. believe how busted our social consciousness was so recently. Yep. Uh, I think it still right. is mostly. What's yeah. that? I think it still is mostly. Yes. I suppose, but at least... 
when I when I watch stuff that's troublesome now, I'm instantly like, uh oh, I feel bad. In those days, I don't think I even noticed it, and it's bad, you guys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the goal uh, always is knowing people who it hurts, and when you're young and you're in a mostly white community, you just don't know the people it hurts, and then when you meet them later, you're like, oh, they're real <laughs> people. Are real. Oh no. <laughs> I think another part of it is when you're a kid and you see something that you're like this is troubling. You yeah. look to the adults around you, and if they're cool with it, you're like, I guess this is cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's I true. I guess this is fine. They would know. Yeah. yeah. Adults would be okay. telling me it was bad if it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It is okay to make fun of rap music. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. Uh, Matt, what'd you do this week? So, speaking of having time... <laughs> I don't anymore because <laughs> I've been playing the re-release uh, or the new release, I should say, of Persona 5 Royal, uh, which is mm-hmm. for people who aren't familiar with the Persona series. I've talked about it on this show before, so I'm not going to go into the premise of the series. But one of the things that they do is after they release a new game, like three or four years later, they always release a new version of that game that has like another half a game's worth of stuff in it and fixing all of the things that people complained about the first version of the game. And while you try to play through the story trees, uh, you can hear the director's commentary in the background. (laughs) (laughs) That would rule. That would rule. You can definitely feel the hand of the, the director being like, Hey, we noticed that everyone hated how much characters repeat themselves, so we cut out like thirty percent of the dialogue in this game, which rules. It's so much better. That would um, that would be great if they would sell it as like an add-on pack if you already bought the base game, but they never do that. No, they don't do that, and that that is a shame, and it's annoying that I had to pay sixty full dollars for this game, but. I will say they did include for free in the new game um, all of the DLC they released for the original game, which added oh. up to be like $80 worth of stuff. That's good. Yeah, so it's got all of that, plus a new campaign and a new character and a couple new what they call confidants. Louisa, I know that I've talked, tried to talk you into playing this game series yeah. before, and I'm going <laughs> to do it again now. You should play this game series. Uh, it's and too one- sexist. Too sexist. Um, okay. Remember yes. when we were just talking about how maybe you don't notice some things <laughs> if you're a privileged person? Yeah, no, the Persona series you. is extremely uh, misogynistic and homophobic, but everyone just kind of lets it slide. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got a little bit of, like, gay panic, for sure, and that's not Just great. a little bit of the worst possible type of homophobia <laughs> in modern society. It's not the worst kind of homophobia? I mean, I just feel like it's, it's like a... It's literally a murder defense, Matt. <laughs> That's true. Gay panic? I've, I've only ever heard gay panic as a phrase used to describe the lazy comedy writing of, like... Oh, you've never heard the gay panic defense? I have not. Is that oh. a real thing? Yeah, it's when somebody uh, says, well, I had to kill him, he was hitting on me. It was self-defense against being flirted with. Yeah, okay, but I mean, I think that that's, that is a far throw away from, like, making a joke of a character being like, hey, don't look at my butt. And like, I get, yeah, it's yeah. It's still not great, for sure. I'm not defending that, but also, like, I think that there's a lot of games that have a lot of problematic stuff in them, and sometimes you just have to be like, well, you I, could I just, have to in- ingest culture, and there's not a lot that You could just play Animal like Crossing it. instead. Nobody <laughs> yeah. makes any jokes about buttholes in that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I didn't say buttholes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, that's the main part of the butt people look at, right? You but can't also, look at someone's butthole if they're wearing clothes, <laughs> though. Uh, Matt, I think you will agree 
that the different lines are there for different people, though. It's yeah, like for sure. You say you can and like, listen, if that's def- if that's going to turn you off to the game, I get it. Uh, and I'm not going to say that you need to ignore that. Uh, I will say I think Persona 5 does a better job of it than the previous Persona games, because there are parts where, like, you... T- they they delve into the sort of structural societal uh victimization of women by powerful men and how harmful that is okay. uh and stuff like that so there is certainly i think part of it is the fact that the game is half dating simulator and so yeah. you kind of have to deal with japanese cultures attitudes towards women which can also sometimes be quite odd <laughs> Um, you, you know, the whole, like, maid cafe thing is not great, for sure. But again, like, if people want to work at a maid cafe, is that bad? I don't know. Anyway. Um, but we don't I, need to get into the debates yeah. about the ethics well, of sex work you, on our comedy podcast. You guys brought it up. I <laughs> was trying true. to talk about how good this game is, and well, I'm just I saying... I believe you, but you did ask if I wanted to play it, and I don't think that I did. Yeah, I think well, that the, there the, is the, a the reason- broad category of culture where it's stuff where it's like, yeah, I enjoy it, and it's or it's fine for other people to enjoy, and I will never, ever recommend it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's fair. I still think that, like, the... The game of it is tries to tackle some of these problems, and I think that 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 writing it off because it still has some of the other problems may be a disservice to yourself. But that being said, I do understand why people would feel that way. I was just going to say before we got into this for some reason <laughs> that I did not want to. <laughs> no, this is integral. But go on. Louisa, yeah, no, we're that, deep into it. <laughs> the reason that I wanted to recommend it to you is because one of the main concepts of the game is uh you make friends in your day-to-day life that become your confidants and they power up your character and they're all represented by uh tarot cards mm-hmm. and those tarot cards are chosen for them sometimes you're like wait this person is the death persona and then as the game goes on like you start to see them exhibiting the traits of that ca- card in the, the tarot which is very cool skull mask at all times <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean so a lot of the death personas do wear skull masks so you, yeah you're not wrong um the thing that is problematic is that in this new version of the game they added two new confidants they can't add two new uh major arcana cards to the tarot and so the ca- the tarot cards are like the counselor oh. <laughs> that's not a thing you can't do that wait they already have 21 other characters yeah oh Oh yeah, there's a lot of personas in Persona. Huh. Yeah. I mean like it's a it's a very good game and mechanically it's such a a great concept that I genuinely don't understand why more games aren't doing it of just like there's the gameplay piece of it and then there's a social aspect and how good you do in the social part informs how good you are at the gameplay part. It's <laughs> so re- it's so fun. <laughs> Like, every time I play a Fire Emblem game and I'm having those conversations with my troops and it's like, hey, are you sad about the fact that your dad is a shithead? And then they're like, I am sad. Thanks for checking on me. I'm like, okay, now get better at fighting. They do. (laughs) They get better at fighting. Not really. They don't... That no, they barely get better at fighting. They get better at fighting with each other, with the characters who did the support. Yeah, but all of that that shit is so like tedious and weird in those games where it's like, okay, so now I guess in order to use this I need to get these characters standing next to each other and both attacking the same guy on the same turn. Yeah, it never happened. It's horny chess. 
But my point is, I like the idea of, hey, I talked to you about your problems and now you feel better, so now you, you, you <laughs> on your own, are a stronger person who can punch bad guys far, further away. Yeah. You get a little bit of that in Animal Crossing as well, because you'll talk to your uh-huh. uh, animal neighbors and be like, all right, I asked you how you were doing today, now give me a piece of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and do they? Sometimes they do. But then sometimes they're like, oh, it's so nice that you talk to me. And you're like, oh, fuck off. I don't yeah. want to talk to you for real. The thing <laughs> that I, I, I keep on trying to understand Animal Crossing and I never will. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think is baffling to me that I don't know how you can get past it is the fact that the animals don't seem to remember, like, there's no progression curve on the, your relationship with the animals. Every day you're starting over. <laughs> Uh, they'll remember stuff about you, and they'll ask about people who visited your town, and if you get to know them well enough, they'll give you that autographed picture like we've talked about before. But, like, if you talk to him, if you talk to an animal every day and ask them about how their dad is a shithead, mm-hmm. after the 100th day, do they start giving you better furniture or something? Like, they what is- can, yeah, they can give you more rare things, yes. How- how does the, what is the mechanical like? How you, does that work? You don't see any of the numbers in in Animal exactly. Crossing as part of it. Industry. So, like, is it that you have to say the right things to them enough, or maybe, or maybe how, how often you talk to them? Nobody knows. Oh, God, why would you <laughs> want to play this game? It sucks. That's the worst thing. It's fun to discover something suddenly, though, and then other people don't know what it was, but then you can kind of figure out, like, how you got to that point, and you can help them do it. It's pretty good. Mm. Like, nobody knows how to get the upgraded store. (laughs) There's an upgraded store, and we know that that's real, but no one is sure what method (laughs) makes you get the upgraded store. Yeah, I saw the upgraded store. (laughs) People really don't know. No, they don't. Like, Uh, just randomly, Timmy and Tommy will be like, hey, we're going to upgrade the store. Uh, people said it was amount of time or amount of money spent. Those have both been debunked. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. This sucks. <laughs> no, this it's good. <laughs> it's a great game. Um, we'll figure it out. So anyway, uh, the, a lot of people are ragging on Persona 5 Royal for being the same game again, but I genuinely think it's a refinement of it in a great way. And if you like Persona at all, you should try this game. That's what it's, I'll say. It's a real Super Street Fighter 2. Sure. <laughs> what? Because it's the upgraded version of the... Turbo edition. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that more games maybe should think about this model of releasing a new version of the game that just has a lot of quality of life stuff fixed yeah. a couple years later. I think they should maybe do it for cheaper, or or like Jeff said, ha- release it as an add-on. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of games where you play them, and then like you'll play the sequel, and you're like, oh fuck, this is so much better. That All of the stuff, all the interfaces are so refined. Yeah. And then you want to go back and play the original, and the plot is still good, but the gameplay sucks so bad. Yeah, <clears throat> that's definitely true for a lot If of you could just retroactively apply the controls of Mass Effect 3 to all of the Mass Effect games... That would be great. I'd like to play those games again, but they suck shit. Yeah, I like that they're doing that with um, Resident Evil. That they're yeah. like, hey, uh, we know Resident Evil 4 is everyone's favorite one, so what if we just remake 2 and 3 to play more like 4? <laughs> It's it was it's a very smart idea. I mean, I guess people are kind of trying to do that now with all these re-releases of the hyper polygonal early PlayStation games like Final Fantasy VII. But uh, yeah, except that, they were like, "What if Final Fantasy VII played like Final Fantasy XV? Yeah, <laughs> which is not, I think, not something people wanted. That's not anyone's favorite anything. 
That's not even anyone's favorite 15th game in a series. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, What is your favorite 15th game in a series? Hmm, I'm going to go with Tetris. Yeah, Tetris 15 whipped ass. I love that game. (laughs) That was the one with all that nudity. (laughs) (laughs) You have to uh, complete the whole board, and then you get to see the Tetris block take its clothes off. Yeah. If you you beat Mother Brain in less than 15 minutes, then Tetris takes (laughs) off its suit, and it turns out it was a girl. Yep. Surprise. The 15th Mario game is New Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, not even a good one. Yeah, that's not one people even like. Yep. Uh, I don't know that there are any other series with 15 installments, to be honest. Yeah, that's why I went Mario first. There must must be 15 Legends of Zelda. Really? Maybe. I mean, the trouble is you'd have to count ones that aren't part of the main. Yeah, the 15th is going to be like fucking Spring Awakening or whatever that... (laughs) Yeah, the musical one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Oh no, Link commits suicide at the end. Fuck. It's true. <laughs> yeah, but Zelda, Zelda takes her top off in it, and that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's I all I know about musical. Spring Awakening is the girl from Glee is naked in it. <laughs> I saw that musical on Broadway, and oh, there's fuck. a sex scene on a giant swinging bed while people are singing around it. It's very weird. Cool. It, they, like, hook chains into the stage, and then the chains ratchet up, and, like, a big section of the stage just lifts up into the air. Then they hook chains into their backs, and it's really brutally Gross. violent and also no, you're, sexual. You're, you're, think, you're thinking of Hellraiser, the musical. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh. wept. Yep. Okay, anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week? Oh, thank God. <laughs> We've been talking about your thing for 40 much. minutes. Well, we did derail with Animal Crossing a bit. Yeah, True. so you guys derailed every single thing I wanted to say about that game. Good. So. Um, I haven't done much except play Animal Crossing, watch shows that we've talked about before, and cook. So I guess I'm going to talk about cooking. Um, okay. I made pound cake this week. Mm-hmm. You guys feel good about pound cake? It's kind of like a no. yes or no dessert. Some people find it it's way too terrible. <laughs> it is. It is a base that you can put other things onto. Yes. No, it's not even that. It is disgusting. <laughs> pound cake is like, it's just so dense. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Yeah, but if no one likes that, do they? Yeah, it's dense with eggs and butter. You know Eating- what? I feel about pound cake the way that I feel about thick sliced deli meat, which is to say, like, I can't believe anyone wants this because the thing that makes it good is, like, the air. So you want paper thin slices of pound cake, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Uh, well, that actually amazing. does sound pretty good. If you if you if you put a pound cake through a deli slicer and then like pressed it into some kind of like like airy layer cake, that might be good actually. Eating like weird. the idea of just eating a slice of pound cake to me seems like if you put a slice of white bread on a plate and ate it with a fork and knife. Uh, counterpoint, if you have just a slice of pound cake for breakfast, it's like a delicious breakfast pastry, but in like a form that doesn't get you all messy. You gotta at least put like jelly on it or something, or like toast it in some butter on the pan. I don't think you're thinking about how good homemade fresh pound cake is, because it, it really is like so buttery, and you won't get that from store-bought because it's got Crisco. It's still mm-hmm. gross, though. It's just, it's just, I want my dessert to be light. Yes. Because I just ate a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's the opposite of that. Oh, I don't think that it should ever be a dessert. I agree with Louisa that it is a breakfast food. <laughs> well, you should- it, it is work. It should not be a reward for finishing your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you're crazy. A thin slice of pound cake with a scoop of ice cream on there? That's great. Yeah, fresh off the deli slicer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some thin sliced ice cream. <laughs> oh, Again, that good. doesn't sound bad, although yeah, it melts sound pretty good. Yeah. If you could somehow put the deli slicer over, like, high up over my head, and I could have my mouth open so that the slice falls into my mouth... <laughs> And melts on the way down. What if you just had super frozen ice cream, like an Italian ice, where when you scrape your spoon across the top, it makes that thin shaving of Italian ice, but it's ice cream this time? You're just talking about, like, milk ice. Hawaiian shave milk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so gross. No, this is a thing. Yes, I know. You're saying it, and it's gross. What is it? Rolling rolling cow is like a little chain where they'll like spread the ice cream out on a cold slab and then like scrape it into little thin uh, spirals for you. Oh yeah, I've seen that. The rolled ice cream thing. Yes. Looks gross. It kind of does, but I would try it. I would definitely try it. It looks like, it looks like... I understand the concept, like, from a purely intellectual standpoint, but do they have to add something to the ice cream to make it that, like, cohesive? I don't think so. Ice cream is pretty solid. Yeah, I wonder. But, but... It might have guar gum in it or something that they put in commercial ice cream. Yeah, because I feel like in order to roll it out flat like that and then have it stay together in a sheet, it would need to have some kind of, I don't know, thickening agent or, like, something to aid in its viscosity. I think that is the purpose of the, um, refrigerated, uh surface. Yeah, but, but it's not it just together. a matter of keeping it cold because yeah. even if it's cold it still like tears apart easily. It's just it's not gummy enough. Yeah. Mm. True. I guess so. Um anyway, I've also tried making the burgers that Jeff talked about last time. That Hell yeah. Jeff shared with us, which is pretty great because the recipe cooks super fast. So mm-hmm. it's like you have to have all your stuff ready ahead of time and you have to do a million things, but you're only doing a million things for about 3 minutes and then you're eating a sandwich. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you should try making them, Matt. I think you'd like them. Wait, do you like onions? Mm, kind of. I love onions. Okay. I don't really care for burgers that much. I like them okay, but I've never really got out of my way for a burger. What I like about this burger recipe is that it highlights the tastiness of ground beef. Yeah. Um, because... Ground beef, does that change mm. this? Well, part? the thing is, though, because you're crisping it and because it's melding with the cheese and the onions, I feel like it's more of a cheese and onion sandwich that you are uh, putting on a condiment of a really flavorful ground beef. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. <sighs> <laughs> no, I, I just, like, I'm very big into the just, like, salted beef flavor. Yeah, that is very good. I love yeah. beef. But ground beef is bad. I think I've talked about it on the show before, but it's not good because you get those like weird chewy nodules and no one can explain to me why that's not bad. I think that you're getting bad ground beef because I don't know what you're talking about. This is the exact conversation we had before on this podcast. (laughs) And it was like, you said you didn't know what I was talking about. And then I was like, you know, when you're eating ground beef and sometimes you just bite into it and there's like a hard piece and then you're like, that's gristle. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And that's the thing that I don't like. What you mean you you said you didn't know but you do know you know and everyone knows and we just don't talk about it yeah <laughs> well, it's an open secret 
if you're making mm-hmm. like ugh, sloppy joes or something, you're getting the beef, you're not browning it really, and you're not really rendering out the fat very well, but I think in a burger, you're doing both of those so well that you do get a much better beef flavor. Um, sure, but it's still gonna have them nodules, though. I guess so. I haven't noticed them in a, in a thin burger, I guess because everything cooks well enough. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but I haven't noticed them in a thin burger ever. I've, I've never had a be- a, a dish that was based in ground beef that I didn't get some of them nodules, and I'm not into it. I've never met a ground beef I didn't like. Uh, I, Matt, you can ground, make your own ground beef. How about that? Ground turkey is the only way to be. Uh, ground turkey I've, is fine for, like, tacos or chili, no, but not burgers. Not <laughs> well, veggie burgers are also extremely good. Oh, oh man. You know what? I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but they have so many of those meat alternative things still at the grocery store, and mm-hmm. I've been getting all them fake chicken nuggets, and they're good <laughs> as hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing about me going shopping. Uh, the meat was still pretty much cleared out at Wegmans, which is a really big, uh, busy grocery store, not like the local terrible Acme. Uh, yeah. But then, in the middle of the totally empty case, they had a ton of ground beef, so I was like, oh, I guess I am going to make these burgers. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I um. I was shopping at Target yesterday and like the the section where they keep like bacon and eggs and stuff was mostly cleared out except for the part of the shelf that had the pork roll which mm. was completely full and I was like <gasps> New Yorkers don't know about pork roll. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so I bought two for me and two for my friends Chris and Leah. Section and yeah, stockpiling pork roll. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I've had a pork roll, egg, and cheese two days in a row. So I want to ask you, because I know two other people did this when they went to Target yesterday. Did you buy any Animal Crossing toys? Because they have animal toys. Uh, I considered it, but they only had (laughs) Mr. Rossetti plushes. And if I was going to buy something, what I wanted to buy was an Amiibo uh, as a surprise for Chris and Leah. um, Because the Amiibos for Animal Crossing are usually like $4. (laughs) Um, and I thought it would have been nice, but they didn't have, the only amiibo they had was wedding dress peach. (laughs) (laughs) They had like three wedding dress peaches and that's it. Oh, man. Did well, you seen... consider buying that for Chris and Leah as, <laughs> as a surprise that would not have made any sense? I did consider it, uh, and also considered buying it for myself, but I had re- I restrained my myself. Yep. Uh, I've seen the KK Slider plush, and it is adorable. Yep, great. No one knows who that is. <laughs> well, no, yeah, he's the dog that of, plays I guitar. Yeah, well, listen, if you knew that you should have fucking talked about it, Jeff, you, everyone was, like, waiting for me to say something, but I don't know who the fuck KK Slider is. <laughs> I was, I was waiting for Jeff to say something, but he didn't. Yeah, no. so I had to pick up to the slack, it. and the thing that I said was no one knows, because I don't know, and no one gives a shit about K.K. Slider. Uh, you do know, because he's my uh, avatar on the Nintendo Direct system, so you see it when you see that I'm online. Great. <laughs> sure, that's what that's called. So, yeah. cooking, yeah, that's my refuge, I guess. I guess I'm going to be doing a lot more cooking. I it's made more cinnamon times. buns last night, because... That's, like, something I'm trying to refine, and yes. man, they're fucking good as hell. And Jen was very angry at me, <laughs> because <laughs> the thing that I've been learning to make is also her favorite dessert, and also mm. something that she's having to eat, like, whole trays of, and she's like, I've put on 11 pounds! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um... This is our hibernation this year, we need to put on the weight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. My sourdough starter is coming along very slowly, but at the end of it, I want to make, like, pastries with the sourdough. That seems weird. Does that work? 
I've never uh, heard of it. The, I mean, it's the same idea behind yeasting and letting it go slowly, except you, uh, yeah. use a bit of sourdough starter, which has natural yeast in it. Yes, I know, but, but the fact that people don't use that that I know of makes me wonder why not. Uh, I looked up some recipes for, there were like sourdough cookies and sourdough cinnamon rolls and stuff, sourdough waffles. Hmm, that's very strange. Well, I checked first. I was <laughs> like, "Can are there sourdough desserts? <laughs> I hope it works. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, but we'll see. It's it's slow going getting it to grow for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, are you doing the thing where you're just trying to harvest yeast out of the air? Because I think that that does take, like, for fucking ever, as opposed yeah. to adding yeast. Yeah, I didn't add yeast to it. I just did flour and water. And it has been, like, bubbling and producing the uh, liquid that is called hooch in the parlance of sourdough <laughs> people. Which I guess is uh, technically correct. Mm-hmm. Sourdough slime. And did Tom Hanks show up to try to solve crimes with your sourdough starter? <laughs> no, because I did not turn it at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that anything? That's, That's nothing. <laughs> okay, well. It's all bad. I mean, yep. my joke was already bad, no. and then okay, you, yes. like, took it to a whole... Yeah, I was taking, level, taking some so. of the heat off of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, so, cooking. I guess I'll be yeah. doing more cooking. It's hard sometimes, though. Like I said, <laughs> I, you have all this time. I, I feel, Louisa, like you're reacting to us talking the way that I reacted to you guys talking during Persona 5, but the difference was you guys kept trying to talk about things other than Persona 5, <laughs> whereas we are also talking about cooking. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm Jeff just- and I are like, uh, let's talk about cooking, and then Louisa's like, hold on, no, back to cooking. No, no, <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. I'm just like chewing over the, the concept in my mind and mm-hmm. I'm sort of disappointed in myself because I don't have a whole lot to show for it. And you feel like with all this time, I should be learning, you know, a chocolate babka or something that takes 10 hours, but I haven't yeah. been. Get super good at like curries or something. Yeah, maybe. I'd have to. That's the thing though. If you want to get good at a type of cooking that requires like, a lot of ingredients, you're going to have to get all those ingredients. And there's really yeah. no way around that. And that's tricky. Yeah, everyone's. Now. Everyone's freaking out at the grocery store. Just find the thing that's at the grocery store and learn to cook that super good. <laughs> that's kind of what I think I will do, because uh, last time when I went to the grocery store, I didn't bring a shopping list. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to see what's there. Mm-hmm. And then there was ground beef, so I was like, oh, it's burgers. Yep. <laughs> so I'll have to see what speaks to me next time. Make a sculpture of the coronavirus out of ground beef. Why is this a good idea? <laughs> well, it's art. It's art. You post yeah. it online and be like, really makes you think. <laughs> Watch a post an entire video of you eating the whole thing on Instagram, and then that you are instantly a performance artist. Yep. And like you're looking directly into the camera and crying. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's only a certain amount of um, uh, germophobia my brain can handle because I'm not a germaphobe. So the fact that I'm worried about going to the grocery store and exposing people to coronavirus, if I'm a silent carrier, I don't know. Or if someone else has it, maybe I would get it. All that worry there has meant that now I've been like, eh, I could probably eat some ground beef. For the- <laughs> That's fine. Well, I'm, I am, was implying that you would cook it first. But yeah. I guess- no, I know, but the trouble okay. is washing my hands diligently after going outside now means that when I'm handling raw meat, then I'm washing my hands and I'm like, eh, I don't need to be that careful. Yeah, that's kind of happening to me too. <laughs> I was, when I was cracking eggs for the for the cinnamon buns last night, I was like, do I really need to wash my hands again after cracking open all these eggs? <laughs> I'm going to treat myself and not wash my hands for 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's uh. bad. The human brain is bad. <laughs> it is. Yes, that's true. Uh, Jeff, so what have you been doing? Uh, thank God. You've released me from my prison <laughs> of listening to you. Uh, Jeff, do you, uh, you, do you think that it's off-putting to the audience how relieved you are to not have to listen to us every time? <laughs> no, it's just that we always linger on the uh, everyone's topics for, like, I feel like two minutes longer than no! we actually have stuff to talk about. I think I, you saying that is what makes people feel that way. Yeah, I feel I that like way. That we have the time to fully uh, think about everything and not think of things uh, 30 seconds too late and we've moved on. We have to move on all the time. Yeah, let's turn on each other. Get each other. Go, <laughs> yeah. go, go. Mm-hmm. Kill, kill. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, I watched the first episode of the Amazon Prime original series Tales from the Loop based on the role-playing game and art book of the same name. Does this have anything to do with Tales from the Crypt? That's all I think about when I hear it. It doesn't, except okay. that it is also an anthology series with a mysterious narrator. Okay. So it's based on, like, 80s idea of sci-fi, yes? Uh, it is. It takes place in, like, a sort of alternate 80s-ish past where they invented super robots and stuff. Yeah. Like RoboCop. Yeah, it's Mm. RoboCop. Oh, a RoboCop series. I'd watch that. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, it's RoboCop the TV series. Uh, Anyway, it's really interesting because it seems to be sticking to, like, like the rules of the game are also the, like, narrative rules of the world. Um, One of those rules in the game is you... Well, you're all playing as kids in this world, and... Uh, adults will not help you when you ask them for help. They'll be like, uh, alright, you're imagining things. There's not a robot that's, uh, you know, tearing up, kidnapping people or tearing up, uh, houses. Uh, go, they, like, but, get out of here, skedaddle. But the adults do know that robots exist, right? Yeah, but, like, like they built them. Yes, but you're always in charge of, like, solving some kind of weird mystery caused by the bizarre technology in your town. Is this more like uh, Goosebumps? Is this a show for kids? Uh, I would say that the first episode was definitely appropriate for children, um, and probably would appeal to them, but it was not explicitly targeted at them. Um, you follow a little girl whose mother works at the eponymous Loop, which is a underground research station in Ohio. Um, and she loses track of her mother and is trying to find her throughout the episode. Hmm. I yep. guess I'm not clear exactly on what type of show this is. Is it art? It's are a black they- mirror. It looks like okay. a black mirror. Is it's it, not is it horror uh, it- or tension in that way. Hmm? Is it like horror or that kind of like tense uh, story? It's a mystery. It's a sci-fi mystery. Okay. It's it. It looks like a Black Mirror for kids, based on what I'm looking at now. Is that is that close, Jeff? Uh, no, because it's not really about like the horrors of technology or anything. It's just I would say it's more like if Stranger Things had any artistic ambitions. It's like Twilight okay. Zone meets Stranger Things. Sure, yeah, there it is. Okay, I don't know anything about. It. Sure. Um. Wow. But it's it's oh, fun. Yes. Give it a, you can give it a look because it's on Amazon Prime, which I think we all in the world have. Yeah. Oh, um, and probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. That's true. But uh, no consumption is ethical. So hooray! <laughs> it's fine. Give yourself a break. Um, <laughs> I I liked it, and then I was looking up stuff about it afterwards, and it, it turns out Philip Glass did the music for it, and it's his first television score at age eighty three. 
Who is this? All right. Uh, the probably most famous contemporary uh, American composer. He kind of invented the, like, new age sound. Like, he did a lot of the, mm-hmm. like, long, lingering note synthesizer pieces in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he has, like, a piece of music that's very famous, but he he's is a very a famous music, person. No, he's not, like, uh, yeah, he doesn't do, like, film scores. Okay. Wait, you said it's his first something at age Television. Te- oh, television. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's really strange to that he would do that for this show based uh, at least partly on a role-playing game. <laughs> Is one of his kids or grandkids, like, the showrunner or something? No. <laughs> that yeah. has to happen, okay? <laughs> oh, that yeah. would be fun. <laughs> uh, no, it's run by one of the writers from Legion. Hmm. Um, did you guys watch Legion? That was a good show. How many episodes till RoboCop shows up, though? Uh, they're probably saving him for season two. Ooh, I like that slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> I like a show where it's called RoboCop the series, but he doesn't show up until the second season. That's very, uh, that's very good. Yeah, you get end of season one, you hear his famous powering up noise that he always makes. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't even see him, you just hear him shooting off someone's dick. <laughs> yeah, uh, a guy goes, ow, you shot my dick, RoboCop. <laughs> Uh, I would like it. I, the joke I was making is that you hear the sound of a gunshot, and somehow that you know is the dick being shot off. Yeah. Well, there's the famous sound effect from RoboCop of a dick being shot off. Yeah. And, and when you hear it, you know. Yeah, it's like yep. a Wilhelm scream. You really can identify yep. it. It's one of those things where they don't even have to cast RoboCop until season two because he doesn't really appear in the first season. Yeah. I mean, that's how you get a star to play him because no one's going to yeah. sign on for season. Than one of RoboCop, if it's obviously not. Uh, but wait, then you I'll- get Peter Weller back for season <laughs> oh, two. Oh, it's that so exciting! Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that would scientist. actually rule. He's like a yeah. scientist who wants to stop RoboCop in this one. Ooh, oh, he's ooh. also a RoboCop. <laughs> you find out in season three that he he takes off his shirt and he was he's the original <laughs> RoboCop, and it's still mm-hmm. in continuity. He pulls off the top of his face, and it's a, it's the RoboCop mask. Ooh, it's a real RoboCop. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> No. Uh, it's actually a mystery throughout season two whose RoboCop is, which of the characters we've already met has been yeah, RoboCop these, all along. How many of yeah. these characters were RoboCops? Yep, they all uh, are drawn by the sound of all along the watchtower to the middle of their spaceship. Their spines do still light up when they're fucking, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like all RoboCops. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, right, Amazon, it... if you want us to write the series RoboCop, <laughs> we got a lot of good ideas, clearly. <laughs> We're gonna really test your limits of decency with our dicks being shut off and spines lighting up when the robots are fucking. Yep. I mean, that is a thing in in Battle, ba- uh, Battlestar Galactica. You're acting like I'm making that up, but that is in the first scene of Battlestar Galactica. No, I believe you. <laughs> I Like... It's wild. I know. I don't know how much we've talked about this, but it's wild that in Battlestar Galactica, they they went to the trouble of spending hundreds of years making perfect, indistinguishable from humans robots, and then their spines light up when they're fucking. <laughs> because yeah, rules. Because listen. We all don't want to talk about it, but if you're on a big battleship and you're trying and it's tense and like whoever's the robot could bring down all of humanity, then just 
everyone fuck. Like, we're just gonna watch everyone fuck to figure out who it is. <laughs> I don't like this. Problem solved. <laughs> well, they're all coupled, or uh, it's complicated on Facebook, because that's part of the drama of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, how much are these robots relying on everyone using missionary every time? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a robot, I feel like you uh, you know going in what you're gonna <laughs> what you're gonna be doing, right? Yeah, you're like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, we'll we should face uh, each other. Robot oh. Jesus said we have to be facing each other every time. Oh no, that mirror! Oh doing. shit, I meant real Jesus. Broke. I meant flesh Jesus. Shit. Yeah. Ah uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I had a good joke in there. So you talk right over. Yep. All right, say it again. Oh, I said, oh no, the mirror on your ceiling fell down and broke. <laughs> <Should have been. laughs> That's also very good. Uh, yeah, because the robot, for some reason, is coupled with Zap Brannigan. Yeah. <laughs> or some other vain space guy. That's yep. all of them. Yep. Tom anyway, it's time for a wiki, right? Yeah. Yep. Here we go. We've got a uh, brace for this one. The RuneScape fanfiction wiki. Oh, that's oh, the thing shit. Matt loves. <sighs> what? This- yeah, your Hearthstone. Isn't no, it this the is same as RuneScape. <laughs> no, RuneScape is like uh, a hornier club penguin for like shitty tweens. They're both yeah. about magic stones, okay? Yeah, I I see In where she's coming is from RuneScape here. RuneScape about magic stones. Rune. Runes aren't stones. Runes are letters. But they mm. are often uh, physically manifested as magical stones. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, third definition. Small stones, pieces of bone, etc. bearing runes. Yeah. Uh-huh, third definition. So I'm seeing a background that's just, like, pebbled green. Yep, looks like a like a fake leather book cover. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the grass texture f- texture from RuneScape. Oh, it's bad. It's a uh, bad grass texture. Oh, have you never weird. seen what RuneScape looks no, like? It, it's no, very no. bad looking, because it's been the same since, like, 1998. <laughs> Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, RuneScape, a fanfiction wiki. It says in white and red, and then there are three pictures of, I'm guessing, rune symbols next to that. RuneScapes, if you will. Mm, true. Home. <laughs> RuneScape fanfiction wiki. The wiki devoted to RuneScape fanfiction that anyone can edit. 5,900... Oh, the fanfiction one. I thought it was going to be about the game. It's yeah. only about fanfiction. <laughs> oh, God! So, we'll get to that. But there are 5,903 articles since the 8th of April, 2005. It's almost their anniversary. And, yes, like Matt, I also was horrified to see fanfiction, because are there even characters in this game? Yeah, I don't know anything about the lore of RuneScape. And then on the homepage, it's just completely (laughs) blank below that until the content section, so there's no other info. Yep. I have an ad for a cutout front zipper jumpsuit with a nude lady on it. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Interesting. I'm glad I don't have that ad. She's yeah. covering all of the the parts that would make this demonetized, but she's definitely nude, and I'm not sure how she's advertising for a jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. In what yeah. way is this picture jumpsuit adjacent? She took off the jumpsuit in order to be nude for this picture. Is the I guess the subtext. Okay. Well, you got real mad the time I described an ad that you couldn't see. Yep. <laughs> so all my ads are hypocrite. for Squarespace. <laughs> Yep. Um, there's a picture of a dragon by the contents. Uh, yeah, bad, badly yeah, drawn dragon. A very polygonal dragon that's green, but then its wings and feet and lower jaw are brown in a way that makes them look like they're coated in chocolate. I've seen a lot of dragons, period. But uh-huh. I've seen a lot of dragons in my time that have those, like, 
weird side blades next to their mouth, like <coughs> like ant mandibles or something. Yeah. This one has that. Yes. And like, what the fuck is that about? Do, I think do it's any- supposed to be like horns. People are trying to be cool. Horns you beside your mouth? Is that a thing any animal does? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Why would you do that? It looks dumb. Yeah, but no, it looks cool. Quote unquote, cool. Yeah, I think That's it looks pretty cool, actually. <laughs> See, Jeff's on board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeff is the target audience. Yeah. Why don't we Google demon jaw horns and see if we can figure this out? <laughs> no, no luck. Uh, it's just it's weird. You'd think that lots of people would be talking about jaw horns. I'm thinking of the, like, giant monster skull in, in that one lake in Breath of the Wild. It has oh, these yeah. same ones. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, it seems like a bug thing, right? Yes. I mean, can we all agree it seems like it's a bug thing? Yes. A little bit. Are they implying that dragons are bl- bugs? I think at some Ooh. point somebody, maybe H.R. Giger, but I'm not sure. Somebody came up with the idea, like, what if dragons had exoskeletons? Because they're, like, war creatures. So then people just ran with it. I don't think H.R. Giger, because this doesn't look enough like a penis. Yeah, exactly. It's not covered in weird, viscous slime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I looked up bug dragons, but it's all Pokemon bullshit. Mm, a lot of Flygon. Yeah. Yeah, Flygon's bullshit. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> a lot of the dragon types that have come out since people were like, ooh, dra- what if dragon had this type? Wouldn't that be cool? And the ones that have come out are not cool. It's true. Are there any dragon types that they haven't done crossovers yet? Yes, several. Uh, I don't remember them. Flygon is actually ground dragon, I forgot. What is a bug dragon? I don't think there is Maybe one. Maybe there isn't one yet. Yeah, I don't think there is. Huh. Well, it better have jaw horns, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fan art of people imagining their own... Wait, exactly. wait, wait! There's already a thing called a dragonfly. What the fuck, Pokemon? Yeah, <laughs> Nature that... did your work for you here. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Right? A plant dragon should be a snapdragon, but that's... Yeah, Ooh. that's... Is, Ooh. is there a plant dragon? A, I don't think grass so. Dragon? Yeah, there is now in the most recent one. There's um, Appleton and... Oh, yes. Applebee. What's the other one called? I do love that weird fucking pie dragon, yes. though. Yes! Oh, yeah. I love that guy. My favorite. <laughs> My new favorite. Flapple and Appleton. Yes, Flapple, that's right. Appleton I- is an extremely good name for a, pe- for a Pokemon. Yes. I want the DLC to include one that they both evolve into called Flappleton. Oh, no, it's just <laughs> Appleton, not Appleton. That makes me oh. sad. Appleton is way better, Jeff. You were right. No, Appleton is uh, the yeah, w- dragon. One of- Appleton is just a little uh, apple. Uh, oh, okay. With I don't know. I'm just looking at a list, and it, I don't see Appleton, but I do see Appleton. Yeah, Appleton. Yeah. Apple, T-U-N. Yeah, because I never want to spell it that way. <clears throat> okay. Well, then, yes, that is, that is a good one. Yeah. What, want- where does the pastry come from when he evolves into a pie? I don't know, but if you read the uh, flavor text, it says kids like to eat it. Ew. Whoa. <laughs> I'm amazed that there's not a food type yet. I know. That is weird. There's so many edible Pokemon. I know. I have a whole team of them. I love it. I love to just look at them. (laughs) (laughs) I thought for sure this generation would have been the one where food got added as a type because of, like... They're going to do a France one set in France. They They already did. Unfortunately. I thought that was all of Europe. No, Kalos was France. What if they do an Italian one? That would be good for food. Ooh, that is good for food, too. Yeah, Italy loves food. Yeah. Have they done a China one? 
No, because Japan is famously very racist against China. That's true, but also in Japan, the like the food that when everyone talks about international cuisine, the food they're always talking about is Chinese food. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, What are we talking about? Oh, RuneScape. Oh yes. Oh, (laughs) dragons. Well, dragons. We're talking about mostly. Well, I mean the episode. The topic of the episode, though. All right. Um, I'm just looking at a page in the bestiary of all dragons. Uh, I want to kind of find out something about some of this fan fiction, but there's no real way to get in there, I guess. Oh, no! Um, I'm looking, I'm clicking around in the different topics. I'm going to put a link. This isn't my random page, Jeff. Don't get too excited. Okay. This is just something I clicked on when I went through non-player characters. This is a character called Lestri, and the <laughs> the sprite for this character, you guys... <laughs> Is a is a not a good spray. <laughs> it looks like a cartoon polygon Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah, he has a hook hand and also a giant bone. Yep, big Count Orlock energy over axe, here. I guess. Yeah, but the bone looks like it's like going through his armpit. Maybe no, he's is got, it- it's an axe. Oh, I see. Wow, it's very hard to see what's going on in this picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this yeah. game came out in two thousand one, and they've <laughs> updated it twice. Both in so, 2001 also. Yeah. Uh, I think the current version is the third version of RuneScape, but they kept the original version playable for some reason. Um, so there's a, there's a banner at the top of the page, which is freaking me out for this Lestri character. Mm-hmm. And the banner says, This article, Lestri, is the creative property of Tai Chi Wind. Yeah. Okay, so this must be someone's fan character. But how do they make that sprite? And, like, is somebody posting their fanfiction and trying to copyright it? Because that's not how anything works. I think that it's like an original character do not steal type of thing. But I don't think it's an original character, is it? It, I have no way of knowing. That's the problem we've come (laughs) up with on every fanfiction website, is that they in no way indicate this is real versus this is something made up. I searched Google for this image, and it said possible related search face mask, and did not find the image on any (laughs) other web pages online at all. Yeah, so I... There's I, no way to know. Well, but this maybe this person created this image and this character Lestri. Well, I clicked on Tai Chi Wind and here is their profile. I was born on April third. My occupation is roboting around. I oh, am happy belated a robot. birthday. So it's a robot. Mm. This person's a robot, like a Robocop? Mm-hmm. Oh, now I understand. How many dicks has he shot off <laughs> shot off? <laughs> There's yeah. no counter for that yet. Oh well come on. Um, okay, so... I'm gonna get a random page here. I'm doing it. Oh, I clicked. I got the random page, exchange, colon, steel helm. <laughs> oh, okay. I pasted it in the chat, and no, I don't know what that means. It sounds like a marketplace, maybe? Uh, yeah, the page is for an item called a steel helm. A medium-sized steel helmet costs 53 Mm-hmm. Fifty, no unit. Fifty-three <laughs> yep. is what it costs. Oh, I can look up current price on external links. I'm gonna <laughs> absolutely do that. Sorry, there was a problem with your request. The item you are trying to view cannot be found. That's because it's a fan fiction item. Yeah, this there is, is a fan fiction in the game. <laughs> uh, oh, this links to the re- regular RuneScape wiki for some reason. Oh God, if only the page on Steel Helm. 
Uh, Steel Helm is the third weakest medium helmet after iron and bronze, requiring 20 defense to wield. Cool. Cool. (laughs) This is nothing. (laughs) That's not even a fun thing to, uh, uh, make an entry about, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what are, what are exchange pages? I don't understand what this is. I thought it was, like, some kind of, like, weird in-game stock market <laughs> betting yes. system. Like, yes. I'm gonna invest in steel helms and hope that more people start buying them. <laughs> yeah, trade sense. steel helms on the exchange. Yeah. Anyway, well, I got so, a random page, yes. and my random page is Duel Arena, and it says, Welcome to the Duel Arena, where you can fight other wiki users using your imagination and creativity. Oh, man. I bet not. I bet they won't. <laughs> Well, uh, they'll use their imagination, but not very well, and it will not yeah. be creative, except by the strictest, most technical definition. Yeah, they'll yes. be like, I'm a knight, and my name is Lightning McQueen. Yes. <laughs> also, a- I'm car-shaped. <laughs> Here's a crazy thing. So, this says, welcome to the Duel Arena, as I read. In what way could you use this page to fight other wiki users? Like, what does that actually mean? You will have to uh, be you, very careful. If you that's scroll all. down, like maybe one more inch, there's what is and how to, which is a huge section, but it answers those questions for you. Oh, does it? I'm not going to read that. <laughs> I am going to read the rules. There are eleven. Yes. Let's see if any of them are funny. Number one: Do not <laughs> use things that have been that have not been agreed by on by your opponent. Sounds boring. Okay. Yep. Rule two: HP cannot be over ninety-nine. Fine. Rule three: Prayer is not permitted. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's that get mean? the tea party on these guys. Yeah. yeah, taking away my First Amendment rights in RuneScape. Yep. It's true. Uh, number four: Potions are not permitted. No doping. Rule five: Please do not make duels incredibly silly. Well, why? Bother? I. It, this one seems more like a suggestion to me because it says please. Yeah. So I'm going to not do that one. Rule six, do not attempt to bribe or persuade the arena master to let you win. Uh, rule seven, stakes are not allowed unless it is a joke type stake, such as admit they are better than you on RuneScape, etc. Wait, so you can have these battles, which are incredibly complicated and have no purpose, but then or- also you can't have any reward for winning. Yep. Yep. Okay. And also, there's no actual way that the battle works. It's all, like, I'm gonna post- actually, you know what? It allows you to post as an anonymous user on here, and I'm going to, and I'm just gonna say, Matt kills Jeff instantly. Hey! No! no. My HP is 99! (laughs) Fine. Matt, uh, hits Jeff- Or 99 HP, killing him instantly. (laughs) Well, you add your duel to duels, which is a different page. Nope, I just posted it on this page, so I win. I'm gonna go over to duels and fight you there. (laughs) Good. Uh, Here we go, loading editor. Jeff strikes Matt. Wait, Jeff, wait, Jeff, 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 Jeff. This is what? the most important thing I've ever said to you, and I want you to take it completely seriously. Okay. Please make sure you're not signed into fandom right now. Uh, I am currently signed into fandom. Sign out of fandom, please, okay. for your own safety. Yeah, go in incognito and become a real hacker. 
All right, I'm going to sign out first, and then I'm going to post this comment. Yes, thank you. I can see Matt's comment. I'm waiting for Jeff's comment to come up. Uh, Mine is on the page duels, which is real. Oh, no. I don't know how to get there, and I refuse to find out. You click the link (laughs) that says duels at Um, the top in the paragraph in the duel arena. Oh, I see it. Yes, it's there. There are a lot of duels on this page, by which I mean I don't see any of them. Zero HP. Jeff strikes Matt for a super effective critical hit, reducing him to zero HP. Okay, I want to see this. I did it. I'm looking. Okay, and then Matt's ghost haunts Jeff's uh, beard, strangling him to death. Boom. Now what? Mm, now my ghost haunts your ghost. Oh no! <laughs> Double haunting. Double ghost. Jeff's ghost haunts Matt's ghost forever. The end. Oh, Fuck. No. Post comment. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, hold on. Uh, no, I typed the end. <laughs> you have no comeback for that. No take backsies. Epilogue. Everyone died. Yes, that's just a restatement of what happened. Yeah, Correct. that's what an epilogue is. As I understand it, that's what an epilogue is. That's well, that's what I've heard. <laughs> okay, so uh, we wrote some fan fiction. I've superseded or really circumvented your whole uh, fight by saying Louisa wins. So it's oh damn! Wow, got us. Now my suddenly my epilogue becomes relevant. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, so yeah, tragic. True. Look upon my works, you mighty in despair. <laughs> yep. A real Pyrrhic victory for you. <laughs> this is um, dumb as hell. Guys, he just wrote some RuneScape fanfiction. <laughs> yep, we're in RuneScape now. Yep. Oh, we have all become RuneScape. Do um, you think someday some creator is going to hear about this dumb show and put us in as Easter egg characters in their game? Yeah. Oh, that would rule. It'll be great. Yep. What? I know we talk about it all the time, but what page was it where we wrote the origins of this podcast? <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh yeah, that was on the general fan fiction wiki, I believe. <laughs> oh, it's still the greatest thing. <laughs> Um, this so I got sucks. a random page. If we're yeah, tell us on. about it. Uh, I put it in the chat there. It yep. is called a Kimo Noinu. In this mm-hmm. article, Kimo Noinu was created by Dead Throne. The Kimo Noinu is a wild demon dog found on oh, the man, western forge. I could go for a devil dog right now. Those <laughs> things are so fucking good. Of the forged islands. It is a weaker version of the Ryu, Ryu Inu. Additionally, they both bear striking similarities to the Hellhound. Is a devil dog better than an ice cream sandwich? Yes, because my teeth hurt from an ice cream sandwich, and I don't. What's a devil dog to you? It's one of those chocolate logs with cream inside. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought the. I was confused because of the comparison to ice cream sandwich because I knew about that thing. Well, an ice cream sandwich is basically just instead of cream, ice cream. I guess so. Devil dog. Otherwise, the cookie is thinner on an ice cream sandwich than a devil dog. Similarly, cakey. True. True. Not always. I mean, maybe it's just stale from being frozen. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Things get less cakey when they're stale. Mm, not cookies. Like, Oreos get real soft when they go stale. Oh, no! 
Oh, oh no. it's good though. It tastes great. Ah, oh god. <laughs> Stale Oreos are the best. Oh man, this Can is you? turning into an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> Does Kemo no really mean devil? Yeah, it says uh, trivia Kemo Noinu translates directly into beast dog in Japanese. Yeah, I feel like Inu I can't pronouncing that right because it's a real tongue twister, but also I don't know how else I would pronounce it. Uh all of the everything everything in Japanese is pronounced just directly. Like there's no variations based on how you combine things. I so thought- it's just Kemo no Inu. Is there not I guess like, there's ways in which certain syllables are emphasized, though, right? It's actually an unstressed language, so no. Hmm, that's weird, yeah. because, again, like, I don't know, maybe this is, this is like, uh, what, regionalization problems or whatever, but in a lot of, like, animes and stuff, people will pronounce a name in a way that I wouldn't have pronounced it just reading it, because they'll be like, you know, uh, instead of, like, Madamare, they'll be like, Madarame. Yeah, yeah, that is a tendency when something is localized to, like, decide on, we're gonna make it a stressed name, we're gonna decide how it goes. But that pretty drastically changes, and, like, I don't think you can say multi-syllable words without stressing one of the syllables, can you? Yeah, I'm unclear on that, too. I don't know how you would do it. You have to just listen to more Japanese speech. Kemonoinu. I mean, you're emphasizing the noi if you do it that way. Kemono no. I feel like when I hear Japanese is supposedly pronounced correctly, uh, a lot of times there's more of an emphasis on the first syllable, which you don't do a lot in English, so I don't naturally do it. But like Sakura, that you would put the emphasis at the beginning. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that gets, that's, you hear a lot of Sakura when yes. you hear uh, English speakers say it. Um, Inu just means dog. Shiba Inu just means little dog. I don't know why we call that that <laughs> breed that. Oh, they're so cute, though. Yeah. <laughs> we should call them Shibas. I think calling them Shiba Inus is madness. But then they're just littles, right? Right, but like, little Shiba is like... Littles. Shiba is like an obscure kind of word that means... That, like, isn't really used anymore, so it's fine. Inu is just the current modern Japanese word for dog. You guys know about Little Outrageous Littles? No. No, tell me. Uh, so there is a blind-packed toy for extremely small girls, like three- or four-year-old girls, that are little, uh... Outrageous Littles. (laughs) They're little dolls that are in a ball, and so you don't know which one you're getting, like all blind-packed toys. Oh, LOL. And they're called LOLs, and, like, clearly that's a backronym, but, like, I I spend way more time than I'd like to admit trying to think about the process by which they came up with the name for that, and they were (laughs) like... It's not very good. (laughs) Little outrageous somethings that starts with L. We have to come up with something that starts with L so that LOL makes sense. Little outrageous somethings. Okay, let's leave it until tomorrow. Everyone think about a word that starts with L (laughs) that you can use to refer to children. And then the next day, someone was like, I don't really remember what we wrote yesterday, but sometimes people call kids little ones or little, so let's just say littles. And, like, it got all the way through all of the branding that way before someone was like, wait... (laughs) We did this. I mean, this is the same company that made Bratz, so... Yeah. 
It kind of stands to reason that they would do a bad job. It's not even that it's a bad job, though. Like, obviously it's going to be a bad job, but it's not even (laughs) a job. You didn't do (laughs) anything. anything. (laughs) You just just took first thought. It wasn't even first thought, best thought. It was like, first thought, let's all go home. (laughs) Yeah. What if it was ladies? Is it all female characters? Yeah, I think it is. Why didn't they do Little yeah. Outrageous lady? I was, yeah. Ladies? I was thinking that too. Maybe they didn't want to limit themselves. Little Outrageous Lilliputians. And then you are really <laughs> encouraging, uh, you know... A love of reading. Literacy. <laughs> little Outrageous Literati. <laughs> what about Large Outrageous Littles? <laughs> oh, shit. That's the end of the world. That's, that's some Black Mirror stuff right yeah, there. Man, Ludicrous Outrageous Littles. Uh, So anyway, this demon dog looks like garbage. It is a polygonal uh, green and sky blue and brown angry looking dog. Uh, I I like how a lot of very bad art design treats fur as if it's just like a modeled texture so that it looks like this dog is extremely ill. (laughs) Yeah, everything about it is pretty bad. It also has like rickets so bad. Its knees are bent in at like 45 degree angles. It says in the text that it's a weaker version of the Ryu Ryu Inu and also it bears striking similarities to the Hellhound. But if you click on both of those, neither of those looks anything like each other or this thing. Yeah. I was googling around to see what uh, kimono was and it means more like beast or animal and it's like a name for the broader genre of uh furry okay um <laughs> so it's really weird that they translated it for this as as uh they said it's a demon dog but like beast translates dog. directly into beast dog like then why is it a demon yeah, well, it's all there's nonsense. a 95% chance that this is fan fiction someone created, and they just Googled, like, words for demon in Japanese and picked one they liked. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, examine text for this creature is a dog straight from hell. Oh, there you go. Now you know. Now we know. Wow. Evil. Always drops infernal ashes. Mm, that's pretty good. You might need those for doing infernal ash Wednesday, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's what I was <laughs> Yes. <laughs> If you belong to the Church of Satan, you draw an upside-down cross on your forehead with infernal ashes. I've seen those crosses, and how would you know? How would you tell? (laughs) Got them. I guess you would actually want to draw, like, a five-pointed star. Listen, I'm certainly not suggesting that I'm going to go to the seminary, but if I was a priest and I was doing Ash Wednesday, I would make the bottom of the cross go all the way down your nose. Mm, That would look pretty cool. It would look cool, and it would be very clear that it's the right way up. So, not today, Satan. No, they're lazy, those (laughs) priests. And then they could go down your nose, and then at the bottom go, boop, and like... like, Aw, that would be cute. cute. Yeah. Um, so I clicked on Infernal Ashes, probably shouldn't have, but the line here is good. These ashes are usually a cheaper alternative to dragon bones. Louisa, you're looking at the actual RuneScape wiki now, and you can't do that. We'll get there eventually. You're right, I'm getting out of there. I'm getting out of there immediately. Alright, let me close it. Oh, I clicked back to our duels page. (laughs) So good. Great. Cool. (laughs) Oh, that's maybe the best thing we've done on this show. I'm done this episode. We're done doing it. (laughs) 
All right. RuneScape sucks eggs. Jeff has, Jeff has really been trying to motor along this, this episode. <laughs> That's true. Jeff's got important quarantine business to get to. Yeah, I want to go play Animal Crossing. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to go play some Persona 5. I can see on my sound track that um, the person who's mowing the lawn somewhere outside is really getting picked up by my mic, so it's yeah. probably for the best. That's awesome. no, fine. I can't hear you hear it, but I will hear it when I edit, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I, guess I should mow so. the lawn today. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you're listening and you enjoyed this, go mow your lawn. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, you have to You didn't it. expect to get a honeydew list from this podcast. <laughs> And did you did you change the light bulb that went out in that one place in your house? You know what I'm talking about. Everyone has one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's disappointed in you for not having done it yet. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, especially me. Everyone's yep. so upset. Jeff is going to divorce you. No, Jeff <laughs> no. isn't going to divorce you. He's just going to start having an affair. Mm. Yep. See? See what you've done? Not, you've broken your own home. Know. With yep. your co-worker that you hate. <laughs> oh, no, not Robbie. <laughs> Fan fiction for our listeners to make their yes, lives Yes, we can. <laughs> Self-insert fan fiction with the listener. No, it's it's like the opposite. It's like you insert fan fiction. <laughs> we're aggressive. We're doing fan fiction on you. I'm involved in it, so I'm going to count it as no, self-insert. No, no, no. The you is our listener, not you. Oh, Jeff. I see. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, okay, anyway. But actually, if you like this show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can go ahead and write in your review on iTunes that you killed Jeff or I, or that you haunted our dicks or whatever. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. That's fine. Uh, as long as it's five stars, you can write whatever you want there. You got my permission. <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, uh, or you can come join our Discord. If you want to get an invite there, you can find me on Mastodon at MattHeron at Mastodon.cloud. I'm also on Mastodon, Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. I'm on Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK. Uh, I think that's all of my things, right? I think you'll have a Patreon or whatever. No, I put that on pause a while ago because I didn't feel like doing it anymore. Okay. Yeah. I, I should probably go and cancel all the Patreons that I'm signed up to, huh? Yeah, fuck society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're in a, the apocalypse now, guys. <laughs> Everyone for themselves. <laughs> yeah, you can't have my $2 a month anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Talk to me about Animal Crossing. You know you want to. Alright guys, well thanks everyone for coming out. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe, stay inside, and uh, until next time, I am a hacker, and this is my manifesto. I'm not a hacker, and this isn't my manifesto. It's always different, but it's never good. 